0: My name is Latoya and I want to welcome you to the Prayer is Breathing podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. This week, we're going to talk about the end times. Now, if you've been a faithful listener from the beginning, probably around the third episode, I talked about the days of Noah and the last days. And so today I'm going to revisit the topic of the end times with some thoughts on prophets and hearing from the Lord and what God has been putting on my heart about the book of Ezekiel in chapter 13. So it's going to be really, really good. I also heard a man of God say this very profound statement. And he said, we do not know the day or the hour of Jesus's return, but we do know the atmosphere. And I thought that was so profound that we don't know the day or the hour, but we do know the atmosphere. And we are living in those times. We're living in this atmosphere, but we need not be afraid, right? Because the Lord has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power of love and a sound mind. And so in power and love and a sound mind, we need to make sure that we are watching and that we are praying as we await the return of our lord and savior jesus christ all right so we're going to jump right into matthew chapter 24 verse 5 says for many will come in my name saying i am the christ and will deceive many. So, this is Jesus talking. And we talked so much about discernment. And so, it's so important in this hour to walk in discernment so that you are not deceived. And deception can easily come when you're just prone to hearing everything, to listening to everything that you hear. You have to actually intentionally. Pray about certain matters, pray about certain topics so that the Lord himself can speak to you. And you have to make sure that you're not just taking in information, but you're fact checking, you're praying, you're asking the Holy spirit to lead you and to guide you because Romans eight chapter 14 says, as many as are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. All right. Matthew chapter 24, verse six says, and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet for nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these things are the beginning of sorrows. So Jesus gives insight on the tribulation, on things that we will go through in this time. And it also says in verse 11, then many false prophets will arise will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. Verse 13. I love this verse. It says, but he who endures to the end shall be saved. Now, let me pause and tell you that it's not about how you start, but how you finish. So even if you had a rough start in life, I'm telling you that if you surrender your life to God, if you decide to get back in alignment with the word, God is a finisher. He's not just the beginning, he is also the end and so he's the author and the finisher of our faith and so maybe you've seen a lot of people start out strong with the Lord and they're kind of walking away from him in this hour but I'm telling you God is raising up some people that may have started out far away from God but he's going to raise them up in this hour in this moment to bring forth his kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven. So I want you to be encouraged wherever you are in your walk with the Lord, that it is a great time to get right with God because we have to endure to the end so that we shall be saved. Verse 14, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all nations, and then the end will come. So we know that there is going to be a manifestation of the word of God throughout all of the earth. We will see that in the end times, even in the midst of sorrow, the kingdom will be preached, the gospel of the kingdom. Amen. So I want to talk to you a little bit about ezekiel because matthew jesus tells us that false prophets will arise and i want to just look at ezekiel chapter 13 because this talks a lot about prophets who prophesied according to their own hearts. And so Ezekiel chapter 13, verse two, God raises up Ezekiel as a prophet and he commands Ezekiel to prophesy to prophets, right? So how interesting is that? So Ezekiel has the word of the Lord that he has to deliver to these prophets that God is correcting and rebuking. And so he said, son of man, prophesy against the prophets of Israel, Who prophesy and say to those who prophesy out of their own heart, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God, woe to the foolish prophets who follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. So God begins to rebuke people that are prophesying according to their own heart and according to their own spirit. We have to be careful that as we are led by God, we are speaking his word, not our own word, not our own emotions, that we're not following our own spirit, but we're following the spirit of the living God. And we're only speaking what the Lord tells us to speak. Verse four says, Oh, Israel, your your prophets are like little foxes in the desert. You have not gone up into the gaps to build a wall for the house of Israel to stand in battle on the day of the Lord. They have envisioned futile futility and false divination saying, thus says the Lord, but the Lord has not sent them yet. They hope that the word may be confirmed. There will be so many people in the last days who will claim to have the word of the Lord, but the Lord has not sent them. So you have to make sure that you are walking in discernment, that you're not just following the hype. You're not just following the crowd because in Ezekiel chapter 13, there were a bunch of prophets who were prophesying peace. They had a good quote unquote word from the Lord and not, that was not the word of the Lord in that time. And so what they were doing is they were beginning to tell the children of Israel that peace was coming, that God was sending peace and God was not sending peace. He was bringing justice judgment because of all the idols and false worship that they were doing. And so we have to make sure that our ears are in tune with God and that we are hearing what thus says the Lord. Now, as I continue to read Ezekiel, I love this chapter. It's so rich. There's so much In this chapter and we go into Ezekiel chapter 14 where people are worshiping idols and they have all these idols in their heart and God is going to bring judgment to them right and verse 10 in Ezekiel chapter 14 says and they shall bear their iniquity the punishment of the prophet shall be the same as the punishment of the one who inquired that the house of Israel may no longer stray from me nor be profaned anymore with all their transgressions, but that they may be my people and I may be their God says the Lord God. So the Lord was trying to draw them back to himself. He was drawing the prophets and all the children of Israel as they were worshiping false gods. He was drawing them unto himself. And I believe that that is also what God is doing in this hour. He is drawing us unto himself he's removing idols he's removing things in our hearts he's removing just self sometimes we can be so full of ourselves and god has to take his rightful place on the throne of our hearts so I want to talk about this because in the last days, it's so important that you stand for God. And so when God was bringing judgment in Ezekiel chapter 14, he says this very powerful statement. And this is in Ezekiel 14 verse 14. It says, even if these three men, Noah, Daniel and Job were in it, they would deliver only themselves by their righteousness, says the Lord God. So, God makes this statement several times throughout this passage where he references Noah. Daniel and Job. And he says that even in the midst of the judgment that he was bringing on the children of Israel, that he would still spare Job, Daniel and Noah, but not even their sons or their daughters. And so this is so profound to me because God, he will honor, even if it's just one person that is living for him, he will honor that one person. He will not cause judgment to come on people that are walking after him. And so even if you feel like I'm standing, I may be standing alone. Maybe you started out your Christianity with tons of friends and people backing you up. And now the walk is becoming more and more narrow. You're deciding to still stand for holiness, to still stand for righteousness, to still stand for prayer, to not go back into the ways of the world. It can be a lonely journey. But Jesus told us that he told us that narrow was the gate, there would be few that find it. But I want to encourage your heart that God will honor you in the midst of everything, God will stand true to his promises to you. And then Ezekiel chapter 14, verse 22, it says, yet behold, there shall be left in it a remnant who will be brought out both sons and daughters. Surely they will come out to you and you will see their ways and their doings. Then you will be comforted concerning the disaster that I have brought upon Jerusalem, all that I have brought upon it. So God, again, he talks about a remnant of people that will still stand for him. And so even in the midst of everything that is around you, everything that is around us, Listen, Noah was so different. He stood out, he walked with the Lord. So even in the midst of God, judging the world with the flood, he spared Noah because Noah was after God's heart and Noah walked with the Lord. The same thing with Daniel. Everybody was bowing to this false God. Everybody was bowing to the King. And Daniel decided that he was going to worship the Lord and the Lord alone and God stepped out of his way and he rescued daniel from the lion's den and he favored daniel because daniel decided that no matter what everybody else was doing he was still going to kneel down and pray and worship the Lord, his God. And we see with Job, he went through so many different things and so much calamity. But in the beginning, it says that Job, he would pray, he was righteous, he stood before the Lord. And this is why um, Satan tried to come against him because of his righteousness, because of his ability to not follow the crowd. And so this is not an hour or a season to just follow the crowd and do what everybody else is doing. This is a season, to stand out, to be prayerful, to know that God will honor his word and that God will always have a remnant in this earth of people that will stand for him. Hallelujah. So good. So good. So good. Make sure you read Ezekiel chapter 13 verses 14. I want to give you three points to pray on in these last days. Uh, Three major points. One, you want to pray for boldness pray for boldness in this hour to walk after god wholeheartedly that god will have your whole heart completely surrendered number two you want to pray for eyes to see in the spiritual realm that you will not operate in spiritual blindness whole episode on uh, overcoming spiritual blindness, I definitely recommend that you go back and listen to that episode and even the episode on discernment because God is awakening up, He's awakening his people, He's awakening his church in this hour. Do you know that even in the midst of the heaviest sleep, when an alarm sounds, when an alarm goes off, you have nothing else to do but to get up to wake up? I was actually falling asleep. Uh, about a day or so ago and just really really tired and this alarm just went out throughout Um, the whole neighborhood because it was a tornado warning and that thing interrupted my sleep because there was a cry going out and I believe that there's a cry going out in the earth where God is alarming his people not in a place of panic but in a place of prayer in a place of repentance in a place of hearing what God is saying and in a place where we can walk in boldness power signs wonders miracles and in the love of God in this hour, and just be completely after His heart. All right. Third thing that I want you to pray for that we're praying for in this hour is the loss. Praying for people that are not saved. And so, Second Peter, this is so good to me. Second Peter talks about this in chapter three, and it says, "The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some count it as slackness, but the Lord." Is willing that none should perish but that all should come to repentance. So, even when you hear or you think about people, because some people will have all these hateful things to say about God and the church and Christianity, but the word tells us that the Lord is long suffering and that his will is that none should perish but all should come to repentance. So, I want to read that again it says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Verse 10, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heaven will, the heavens will pass away with a great noise and the elements will melt with fervent heat, both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. So it talks about the coming of the Lord, but prior to you hear the heart of God and the heart of God is that no one would perish. So I want to encourage you in prayer and we'll do another episode on interceding for loved ones and those that are are lost, those that are not saved. And you can stand on the word of God because God's word is that all will come to repentance. And so I pray that prayer when I'm praying for people that are having a hard time believing in God, praying for people that have not surrendered their life to the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm praying that they will come to repentance and that they will not perish. And so that's the will of God, that we would all come to him and surrender to him. So I pray that you're encouraged. I pray that this episode really helped you to get some understanding on what we can face in the last days. But again, Jesus told his disciples, see that you are not troubled. And so we don't walk in the place of being troubled, or being in panic mode, but we walk in the peace and the supernatural power of of God, so God bless you, God keep you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. We'll be back here next week. I'll be back here um, live. So make sure you tune in. Of course, follow us on Instagram at prayer is breathing. You can also send any prayer requests to prayer at gmail.com. I would love for you to check out await Christian clothing. We have some items available as far as prayer, watch and pray, prayer works, so many different designs on that website. So check us out at awaitchristianclothing.com. God bless you. God keep you. Continue in prayer, watch and pray. Prayers breathing. See you next week. Bye bye.